Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Underwear, armpit hair, many imitators, but no one compares. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four! Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, our little gift to you podcast subscribers. This is an extra bit from our radio show that we loved this week, featuring me, Harriet Minter, Emma Sexton and Scarlett Douglas. Uh, Now, it's January, so you're probably on a January health kick, right? Well, our new guests have created the most incredible photo shoot to try and show women that you can be beautiful just as you are. We're joined by Linda Blacker and Anem Asiyama to talk about the Victoria's Secrets Angels shoot that isn't like they normally are. We are talking angels because we have in the studio with us two women who have redefined the Victoria's Secret Angels photo shoot. Uh, Photographer Linda Blacker brought together some incredible women to challenge, I guess, our perceptions of what we think of when we think of Victoria's Secrets. Linda, welcome to Badass Women's Hour. Tell us a little bit about the shoot and where the idea for it came from. So, yeah, basically at the end of last year, it was coming up to Christmas and I always like to do something for Christmas. Um, and I'd recently heard that the Victoria Secret Angel show was cancelled. Um, so I thought, well, why not do my own version, I guess? Um, and one that's inclusive and representative of, you know, diverse women. Um, and the first person I kind of went to with my idea was an arm because um, <laughs> we've worked together a fair few times. Um, and you were really keen. Yeah, and, I was just like, um, I'm on it. Yes. <laughs> so, and um, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. So, I'm an Amisiyama. I am officially like a plus, like a, a full-time plus-size model, I suppose. Um, and besides that, I also do like panels, uh, public speaking. I also have a background in events management and just an all-round multifaceted <laughs> creative, I suppose. <laughs> and so when Linda came to you with this idea, which is... Essentially, on the like the most basic level, let's put a load of women in some underwear with some wings, and in the style of Victoria's Secrets. What did you think of it? I could already tell because I knew this was going to be incredible because she said she had wings, but like every other time, Linda's <laughs> like, "I'm going to like make sure to like Photoshop the wings and somehow because we had done like a previous like angels shoot on which I sh- we shared on our pages, and everyone was crazy about that, like the divine, like like angel like kind of thing and it was incredible but with this one she said i'm making the wings so then i was just like oh yeah i'm definitely there like and she's just like you are going to like gag when you see these wings like you're, you're going to scream and i was just like yeah no we're gonna do this and we're gonna break the internet and that's exactly what we did so yeah 
Uh, Lindy, tell us about some of the women who took part. Yeah, so we had a group of six women, and I'm being one of them, um, and we also had uh, Megan Crab, aka Body Posse Panda. I mean, people may know her, she's pretty popular online. Yeah, she's and been on the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's, pretty, she's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> she had, like, a... She's a best-selling author of Body Positive Power, um, and she's got, like... I think she's got, like, 1.4 million followers online, and I've worked with Megan a few times, and she's just awesome, so... I was really keen yeah, to yeah. have her involved. Um, I also have... Um, Juno Dawson, who is, um, she's actually a best-selling novelist, screenwriter, and a, col- a columnist uh, for Attitude magazine. Um, and she's also a trans woman. Um, and it was really important to have trans representation in the shoot. Um, and she's amazing. It was such an honour to have her involved. Yeah, um, so real. She just... Grace, yeah, she, she was great. Um, and then we had Vanessa Sison, who's actually an operating theatre nurse, completely different to <laughs> everyone else's kind of media based. Um, but I worked with her earlier in the year when I did a plus size Asian representation shoot um, with Michelle Elman, who's this, she's amazing. Um, and so I really wanted to work with Vanessa again and get her involved. So yeah, I called her back and uh, she was down. Yeah. Um, did you want to introduce the other ladies? There's also Imogen. So um, Imogen yeah, was... Imogen Fox. Yeah, Imogen Fox is like, she was this, so she was the disabled representation, but mm-hmm. mainly queer, um, yeah. disabled femme. So, um, and she is just like, how do how do I even, she was like a the wise owl in a sense, <laughs> or like the wise fox. <laughs> so, and then there was Tina, and I don't want to say her name wrong. Um, so Tina Dejenda. Dajagina? Sorry. <laughs> this is my okay. friend, and I'm sorry I'm butchering your name, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but you're giving her a shout-out. So yes. <laughs> um, and she's this, like, ethereal, like, African goddess, in a sense. Like, it's just the best way to... Um, describe her and she's she's a plus size model, she's a plus size as, model well, yeah. as well and she has worked with like river island simply, simply b, b. Mm-hmm. um a lot of like the she's done a lot of the curve stuff with mm-hmm. um quite straight size brands in terms of fashion and she's just like this dark skin representation as well which is like really very much needed um so yeah just yeah it was a, it was a really cool group of women i feel really lucky to have have have, have, have had everyone involved yeah. um because I feel like it was just, it was representing a lot of people that, you know, the reason we did it is because Victoria's Secrets kind of said, well, their former chief uh, marketing officer kind of said that he was, he didn't feel like plus size women and trans people could sell the fantasy. Yeah. Basically, you know, be sexy in underwear. And, and I just felt like that was just so wrong. wrong just, yeah. yeah. And so I just wanted, it wasn't, it was never a, an attack or a call out mm. uh, to, to, to them, but I wanted to kind of create something really positive and beautiful with all these women and just be like hey here we go and people yeah. loved it did so, they see it do you think do you do I you don't think? Know. I think I will say this personally from my experience as a model and working with a lot of high fashion brands when I go on set people are always like yeah I've just been watching your your, your Instagram for like three months you know I'm just like three months do you yeah. know what I've posted on my stories <laughs> like so yeah I definitely think they've seen it I mean a lot I mean we got cover I got coverage from I had a random I think it's called the Daily Wire in the US cover it and then I got a load of random people very angry about the event I did it. But, uh, so, tell so, us about this, because I saw the shoot and I thought it was incredibly beautiful. And, and also, I, I thought it was incredibly normal. And I think Yay. that says a lot about the media that I consume mm-hmm. now, which Yay. is like, I saw that and I was like, yeah, beautiful, lovely, great. Um, but I know that is not what everyone thinks of when True. they think of seeing a load of women in their underwear. What was some of the maybe kind of backlash to it? 
Well, there was a lot of positivity, I have to say. Like, Instagram yeah. was fully positive, which people stereotypically would be like, well, Instagram is all about the slim yeah. women, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it actually wasn't. They were really, um, really supportive. Mm -hmm. um, lots of love there, like, all around. Mm -hmm. I think yours posted really well. Yeah. And everyone was just like, love, love, love. Twitter was good. And then, like, two days later, I suddenly just started getting these, like, random... It was mainly men um, and from, from America. And it was just, just a lot of fat phobia um, and a lot of, like, I, I had some random people telling me to think of their daughters when I photographed people in their underwear, which was, what? like, oh, wait, that's... Like, <laughs> to say, like, um, to be like, you know, think of think of the young girls that you could uh, influence um, by photographing women in their underwear. Like, why is that a celebration to have people in their underwear? And I was like, well, you know, it's a take on Victoria's Secret mm -hmm. Angels, so it's meant yeah. to be, but... That was so it was offensive to have plus size women. It was offensive to them to have trans women. It was offensive to have um, just women in their underwear in general. Like there was just, yeah. there was just, I feel like whatever I would have done would have been um, offensive. Offensive because mm. it's like they just want, they have their view of what beautiful is. And if you're not it, they just want you to like hide away and come back until you're that standard. And, and I feel like I didn't expect it. I didn't expect a backlash because I'm so used to working with so yeah. many different models. But I think that what I would say with um, with Instagram is that Instagram has gone out of their way to protect the people on there in a sense because now they filter out the bad comments, yeah. Yeah. so you don't have to see the hate comments. So, but with mine, I only get the typical "Oh, you're promoting obesity," but then like that, my intention is to live. Aren't I allowed to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think oftentimes when people try to use that angle of things, it just shows just the negativity in terms of humanity. Yeah. Um, because, like, the intention behind this was to literally just celebrate women. And, like, so many people forget that, like, we have mothers and aunties who've literally grown up in generations where they've been taught to hate themselves, mm. like, to actually hate the way they look and to cover up themselves in a certain way, which is, like, policing their bodies. And, like, we have great creatives like you, Linda, who's, like let's challenge that and just be like, let's just celebrate women as they are. And that to me is just the beauty of life. And I think that if we can change the narrative of that, then the world could be that bit much better. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you think a brand like Victoria's Secret, though, for years they've done the the fashion show and they've perpetuated one type, a very, yeah. di you know, those models go through brutality to get to Truly. look like that. Do you think that they can flip a switch and then start doing photo shoots like you're doing when they've probably done so much damage and harm? Would you would you embrace that if Victoria's Secret came out with a shoot like you've just done? Yeah. Absolutely, because Fenty, Sa Fenty Savage have done that. Mm. And the response to that was huge. And to have, like, Amazon, which is, like, also a huge company, organization, and, like, back that and continue to back that is just telling in itself. Mm. So any any brand can change their perception of how they want to do mm. things and they can change their business model in terms of things. It's just one person just saying yes let's do it this way and taking that risk because there have been bigger brands out there who've taken that risk and nothing bad has come from it you know yeah. people just love to just see mm -hmm. people that look like them and i also think like it happens more authentically if there's diverse people behind the camera yeah. you know like working with them properly rather than them just being like oh, we've got to be diverse now yeah. um the the stylist for the shoots uh, her name's terry waters she's an amazing stylist um, and she created the unedit which was just like an online body positive magazine and she used to work in high-end styling high-end fashion styling and she said she said like the reason she le left and created this um 
amazing online website was because of the experience she had. She's um she's plus size and she just said it was just it wasn't you know you this wasn't good it wasn't positive mm. for young women to see stuff like that so for anyone to see like that kind of strict ideal beauty type um so i think i think it will start happen i think it is starting to happen across yeah. across the industry really yeah. and i think it needs to happen because at the end of the day the world is diverse yeah. and humans yeah. are diverse and all different kinds of people mm. um and that should just be represented in what we see representation is important Okay. We're going to keep chatting to Linda and Anna here on Badass Women's Hour. The Badass Women's Hour is Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. Three women, one podcast and a whole load of badass. As long as we've had our coffee. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right now we are talking to Linda Blacker and Enem Asiyama all about redefining Victoria's Secrets Angels. And um, I wanted to ask you, when you are, because you're a professional model, Mm -hmm. when you were growing up, did you think this is something that I can achieve? And what was the moment when you were like, "Mm, yeah, I can, I'm going for it? I actually never thought I was going to be a model at all. Um, I had like a gap year where I did like makeup and I was just the one who was like behind the camera. And I love photography as well. And I then started getting photographers to be like oh can I take a picture of you as well and then like that kind of happened and when I moved to London for university I just kind of was like open to this like whole world of people who actually look different and because I'm like from Birmingham via Ghana <laughs> and it's like within even Ghana like there's no one who's a representation in, a, in that sense and then like in Birmingham as well and so like in London I was like open to all these different types of people and I was fortunate enough to, when I finished university, to be scouted from, by Misguided, who were like, yeah, can you be the plus size representation for our campaign? And that was like never heard of. So I was all over London and it was like the weirdest experience for me mm-hmm. to like have people be like, I saw you. Like my my workplace be like, I saw you on the tube today. And I was just like, I saw me on the tube today. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, and then ever since then, it's just been, it's gone uphill. And for me, because I've always been into art and fashion, never actually like pursued as an academic level. 
um, I've just known of the kind of the history and the visual history of things. So when opportunities were presented to me, I actually then took them and then also created projects for myself because I love the idea of editorial and editorial fashion, high fashion. So I was just like, why don't I just take stuff that I can't afford on the high street because there's not that many brands that do plus size clothing and I'll just take whatever I can from it. Also DIY stuff and then like create shoots for myself and create shoots that involve other people. And it's just become a thing now and I'm like modeling and I just got (laughs) signed like last year in June and I love my agency, anti-agency and I'm one of the only plus size models. So I'm fortunate in that sense because it's like I get catered to in a sense. So... (laughs) It's just like a lot. It's just like I'm like soaking it in, <laughs> taking it all in, sorry, and soaking it up. So you should. Um, Linda, when you are casting for your shoots, you said you deliberately wanted to try and create this diverse representation and make sure that everyone felt they represented themselves. How hard to do is that? Because we often hear people saying, well, I wanted to create diverse representation, but then suddenly you have to have everyone from every kind of diversity and it just gets so overwhelming. How do you do it? Um, I think, I mean, for me in this one, it was really important to definitely have plus size and trans representation because they were the ones that were kind of targeted, kind of excluded by um, Victoria's Secret Angels. But, I mean, a lot of my work, I work with a lot of different models. I work with a lot of diverse models authentically. Like, I, you know, it's not like... Um, sometimes like I feel like people think it's like intentionally I mean this shoot did have a purpose it was like I wanted a certain level of diversity to you know send a message but Inam's like literally I would say one of my favorite models and you know I want to work with her because she's an amazing model not because you know you're do you know know what I mean like there's not like it's like because she's an amazing model um so I think because it comes from I feel an authentic place I don't find it difficult I feel like and I, I speak to I spoke, spoke to you yeah. didn't I about it and I you know I got her opinion and I spoke to Megan about it yeah. and you know I reach out people I know like you know lots of my friends are diverse and I, I speak to them about what who I should be working with who I should be including and educate myself as I you know go through the process um and I just think like if I did it on a self-funded shoot brands can do it you know there's Definitely. always an excuse mm-hmm. that it's so hard to be you know inclusive and it's it's just not there's just I just feel like you just got to be authentic about it and speak to people and, and learn. How do you think social media has changed both photography and fashion? Hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, I'm not a fashion photographer, so I feel like fashion isn't my area of expertise. But in terms of photography, uh, I just think we're just... I think it's just more out there, isn't it? We just see it all the time now and any people can... It's just so much more possibility mm. and getting your work out there whereas before you know if I did that shoot I'd probably have had to hold an exhibition mm-hmm. and then get people in to see it whereas now yeah. I can do like a kind of online publicity campaign and, yeah. and like without having to kind of worry. I will also say uh, add to that uh, from like the perspective of a model and like speaking to a lot of photographers and fashion photographers it's actually telling a story because that's what and it also actually allows like because print is something that's like huge for a model to be in and so it allows like photographer to actually tell a story now like and tell a story offline and online Mm -hmm. and that is like incredible because it's like you get to have like that physical copy in your hand but then also have like the whole entire world Mm -hmm. not miss that story and to have that opportunity for them is good because then you're telling so many different types of stories and you're also like challenging things like 
you're challenging stories on a different level because you're getting access to different types of people. Mm-hmm. So you can just like push it that bit more. That's true. There's no like restrictions. Like I wanted to do that shoot, so I did that shoot. Whereas if it was for a magazine, they'd have control over certain things. Yeah. And so yeah, there's much more freedom. And and not everything will get like put through in a sense whereas mm. on the internet like if you do this specific thing for print then something else could be for the internet mm-hmm. do you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i um <clears throat> i went to perform an arts college when i was 16 to 19 and every uh, end of term or half term we would get weighed so that when we came oh. back they would check that we were we hadn't put any weight on wow um and we were always told that if you even look at a piece of cake you're going to put on weight so oh. i remember at my college there were quite a few anorexic girls um believe there's like a bulimic group that were teaching how to make yourself sick the best fingers to use the technique and I just remember kind of growing up I was very lucky my my parents were great and I used to eat a lot of chicken and rice and peas (laughs) and like you know all the hard food Jamaican food and for me I never really struggled when I was at college Mm. and then when I left college um I went into a musical we were Rocky the Queen musical and I was away in Zurich Switzerland is where I performed it and I got called in by the director. There were three of us that got called in. And we were each told individually that we'd put on weight. And if we didn't lose the weight, um, basically we were going to lose our jobs. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I actually look back at pictures now. I did the 10-year challenge. And I was probably about a size 8. And wow. I thought I was way too big. So now I'm like mm-hmm. a 10, 12. And even now I'm like, oh, I need to trim up because of that mentality that's always yeah. been instilled into me. And what was funny is... Um, my myself stupidly um and my two friends we ended up going on a popcorn diet because we like popcorn doesn't give you calories <laughs> even though it'd be salted popcorns it was just covered in calories but we're thinking oh that's fine we have popcorn diet and we'll just drink water and we'll lose weight and i i, I ended up i got ibs and i had real bad problems and and mental issues because i was like i'm overweight i'm overweight i'm gonna lose my job and, blah, blah. and when i my mum and dad found out because obviously i was living away and they're at home they literally blitzed the director. They went in and my mum, that Jamaican woman, was like, it's about a minute. I won't say that on the microphone. Um, and what, and what the worst thing was, I remember, is he had basically said that the um, the wardrobe lady had said that we had put weight on, these three girls put weight on, and they were going to have to redo the costumes. What she'd actually said is she was a new wardrobe lady, the initial person wasn't washing the clothes in a high enough heat, so they weren't cleaning enough, so she just asked, are they thinking about losing weight? Because if not, we'll just let the costumes out a little bit, otherwise, you know, because we're going to wash them on higher heat, so they're going to shrink a bit, we'll let them out. If they're thinking of losing weight, fine, we'll leave them as they are, but if not then we'll just let him out. And he completely turned it. And so for nearly a year, there I am thinking I'm overweight at size eight, dancing eight shows a week, (gasps) full on, eating popcorn, because I'm thinking I'm going to lose my job. And I was fresh out of college. Mm. And I think it's so important that there are campaigns like this to show young girls, it's okay, you don't need to be a size eight Mm -hmm. to fit in the kick line. I'm a big boned girl. There was no way I was going to be you know, in the kick line with these skinny white girls because my body type isn't like that. And I think it's so important that we see everyone has a different body type mm. and it's okay and let's celebrate the beauty yeah. so i think that's so important to be able to embrace that yeah definitely a, thanks for sharing that story by the way oh, you're welcome mm. i don't like popcorn anymore <laughs> <laughs> no i actually do I do. No, I do i do feel like a bit of salted popcorn <laughs> and then do you think that is fascinating i think that is the power of social media which is i for me i feel very much like in the last three years mm. even like that short a time that we have transformed the conversation around it whereas you know i'm sure that conversation is still happening in musicals across the country definitely yeah Mm -hmm. but i would hope that maybe that now there are a few girls turning around and being like hang on what uh yeah uh, yeah just pause in there thank you um and do you feel particularly a level of responsibility as a plus size model to 
I mean, I, I'm going to actually just stop that question there. Do you feel a level of responsibility around it? Um, responsibility in what I sense? I guess to be a role model for other women. Because I, I think, for me, I... Um, so I'm definitely plus size and I feel a level of responsibility to be comfortable with that and be able to mm-hmm. talk about it and to be able to live it. And some days I just don't feel like that about it. Mm-hmm. And then other days I'm like, yeah, I'm good with it. It's all yeah. great. And But I definitely feel a responsibility from an outside point of view to be like, I've got body positivity, I'm with it, I can do it, I understand yeah. it, I can talk about it. I don't so, know, I'm trying to feel that. I think that's a great question in the sense where... Um, so I would never say that I feel responsibility mm-hmm. for to be a role model in the sense of things. But I think that I have to be very honest with myself and the way I approach the situation because I'm one of the very few activists and advocates out there who has to speak about this issue, which is still a new trend. Um, and I can imagine that before this, you didn't have to feel that responsibility. But now yeah. that you do, because the, the, the eyes are all on plus-size women now and yeah. how we do things. So... I would say that I stay away from the the label of body positivity because mm-hmm. it really derived from the the fat acceptance yeah. movement and with the fat acceptance movement it was like like coined by like black women because yeah. it was like a space that was not inclusive for everybody and within because there was a plus size community out there and um it was still centered on like cis like white women yeah. and still now it's like moved on to be something that's more like open to everybody and it's kind of like changed that narrative so on on one hand it's a good thing and i try to stay true to to the to the history behind that that um the fat acceptance movement is for like women to like speak about how they feel to see the representation but then for me for someone who's like creative and like fashion and art and stuff I feel responsibility to create the right type of visuals and to promote the type right type of visuals and work with the right type of people so that people can see that it's not just seeing someone in like a skirt on ASOS or another brand or fashion brand it's like seeing me as a statue in like Times Square or something like that or like on a billboard yeah. and it's like taking it to new heights that fat can be like be, like your body is just beautiful in any way and our body is like so powerful um and being a woman that's like a different layer of powerful on top of that yeah. so it's like there's there's nothing more badass than that in a sense i suppose so that is what i try to do like positivity in a sense where it's like you can do anything and you can stay true to yourself and do anything whilst doing that yep. so yeah Beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, big thank you to Linda Blacker and Enan Asiyama. If you haven't checked out the photo, I'm sure it's on both your Instagrams, yes? Mm-hmm. Go have a look. It is absolutely beautiful. You've been listening to Badass Women's Hour. If you like the show, then help more people find us. You can tag us or talk to us on social media using at Badass Women's Hour. Or you can be really lovely and leave us a review and a rating. Five stars, please. It helps boost us up the podcast rankings and allows other people to find us. We'll be back next week with more badass guests and in-depth chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.